have like one, two. <laughs> How many containers for drinks do I need in the booth? Um, like, it's just insane. I have a commuter mug and our commute is like six minutes. You really like the huge thermos full of decaf Maxwell House that you carry around is really impressive. Like, <laughs> you're going through like two gallons of that stuff every day. Yeah, I'm just trying to find all kinds of good bad habits, basically. There's been this like weird thing lately where I just I, I'll feel sad sometimes, but then like that's okay. You know what I mean? There's no weird, like, I don't have this need to, you know, explain it. I don't have this weird drive to reframe it or, like, relieve it. It's just this weird, honest moment where sadness is just a fact, just a part of life. Like, I would no sooner explain it yeah. or cure it than mm -hmm. I would explain or cure a car next to me, like, at a red light that I don't like. You know what I mean? Sometimes just feeling that stuff is its own catharsis, its own release, you know? Mm. I don't like, I was afraid of it for so long. Like, I spent my 20s and 30s doing everything I could to avoid being in those moments. And now it's like, why not just revel in them? Mm -hmm. Just try to find a way to appreciate them as the counterpoint to the moments when I feel really happy. It would be super tight to have some of those moments of happiness too though yeah yeah uh we oh. have got uh an ad and an id so we're up in what is that like 60 you've been going through a tough time you've been crying at the drop of a dime and the golden state is in a drought again go ahead and cry don't dry your eyes get to your bucket Tear Bucket is a non-invasive personal appliance that straps to the back of your head and rests across the bridge of your nose. Across between a trough and a tray. Right where the tears flow. Save your tears until you've got more than a drop in the bucket. As long as you're feeling bad, you may as well do some good. Simply put, tears are water. You'd use a barrel to gather rain, so why wouldn't you gather and use water from your pain? Once it's strapped and affixed, you can feel your pain without the guilt of letting fresh watery tears go to waste. Tear bucket. Go ahead and cry. Don't dry your eyes. Tear bucket. It's very natural to cry and have feelings. Turn the voice thing off. Available at Ralph's. Right up now. The raddest morning team in Los Angeles. Funk Soul Brother. Check it out now. Epic. The Funk Soul Brother. The Southland is waking up with Machine Bolt Kennedy and El Farto in the morning. No regrets. No, 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 no regrets. KPODD 101.3 FM. The Double D. Nice. Smells like teen spirit out here in the Southland where all the teens are enjoying the beautiful summer sun. It's the ninth day of July, 1998, and we are here now to entertain you on K-Pod 101.3, the Double D. Machine Bolt Kennedy is my partner in crime. I am El Farto, and you've got it locked. The raddest morning team in Los Angeles. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, El Farto. Great to see you today, man. I got no update on, on life or my general demeanor. I feel great, man. I always feel great. And uh, like you said, here they are now. Entertain them, a mosquito. My, I can't, I can't do it the way you do it, man. 
I can't I can't understand half the stuff that guy says in the song. I just uh, you know I pull the parts that I do understand. <laughs> that's it's all. like he's a happy guy, <laughs> just I, like us, just like us. And you just take what you need from it, man. I kind of piecemeal it. Epic. I know you had to have seen <laughs> seen this sign today. Crazy yeah. sign guy has a hit on his hands, man. I saw people pulling over, giving this guy, by the way, they had a lot more success engaging with him than uh, than you had on your your one attempt. But I saw people giving him, you know, slurpees, uh, high fives, just hanging out, uh, introducing themselves. But his sign today really struck a chord. It says, maybe your life isn't always about you. Yeah. I, I've been feeling bad about Crazy Sign Guy because uh, I think it was like Tuesday this week. I got off the freeway and there was also somebody standing out at the at the off-ramp selling cut fruit. And Crazy Sign Guy was just standing right in front of him. And I kind of I kind of felt like Crazy Sign Guy was like stepping on this guy. You know, like There's enough off-ramp for both of you, man. That should be one of his signs. But here's what we're all looking for, man. We're all looking for something to connect to that's bigger than the human condition. Because look what's happening here. It's like we have Crazy Sign Guy. We look up to Crazy Sign Guy because he's got all these insightful gems that he puts on his sign every day. So we start to sort of like, you know... We kind of worship the guy a little bit. We put him on a pedestal and then we see him eh, just displaying some of the same characteristics that we all have, man. Competitive uh, feelings, uh, self-interest, you know, self-seeking agendas. And uh, I guess it just, yeah, it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around the idea that sign guy at the end of the day is a flawed human. Just like all of us. I mean, just like all of us. The weird thing is that's actually the healthy attitude to have. Good mental health. Yeah, well, I thought our uh, live remote at Gord's Volvo Service Center in Studio City at the corner of Moore Park and Vineland went pretty well. Yeah. What did you think of that? That was last week's uh, big remote. You know, I'll be honest and admit that it was a little humiliating to realize that most of those folks were just getting their cars serviced. They had no idea who we were or uh, why we were broadcasting live. Um, It was good to have some people there, though. You know, like some of these remotes we do, like barely anyone shows up. And uh, if I'm keeping some gratitude in my attitude, that's the point of these things. Like we want to appeal. We want to find new people that don't know about the station, you know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, Gene needs us to grow our audience. And uh, I'm trying to be really open to that. And uh, yeah, I'm not even I'm not even like getting down in the mouth about these ads that Eric is selling. Tear Bucket might be a great product for all i know it is a great product it's like uh you know when am i gonna have an opportunity to try it though (laughs) exactly oh wait you have to be like feeling like you're in some kind of bummer vortex just to try this thing out what about tears of joy can i save those man I don't know. Well, uh, I'm getting a signal from Lynn that we've got a caller on the line do you want to patch that in on uh, on number three there we go on to three. Epic. You... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> who is that? Oh, you know that... who it is. I'm loving being in the Oakwood with Machine Bolt and El Farto. 
this is heaven. <laughs> it's super roommate, Mike Sachs. Oh, Amazing. I love it. I love you guys. <laughs> the man who released reticulated pythons into the drop ceiling of the studios of K-Pod 101.3. Hey, hey, no, no, he didn't. He did, oh. he did not do that. Oh, that wasn't him, right? Yeah. yeah. These things uh, in front of our faces. Somebody else. You see this? This is called a microphone. I didn't mean to uh, put your business in the streets, Mike. I know that I know that you didn't release those reticulated pythons, and I know that there are fewer pets uh, in the apartment at the Oakwood uh, than before, but that's just a coincidence. That's right. Although I am, I am getting some new pets. I don't know if I told you I contacted Dr. Do Nothing. Uh, that's what he uh. calls himself. He's not wow. Dr. Do Little anymore, but I got some more poisonous spiders in order to milk their venom. And also a few other animals like the marmoset monkey who's missing an eye and the copper top tamarind born with his heart on the outside. Wow. Born with a heart on the outside. My favorite Everclear single, by the way. <laughs> is the monkey that's missing the eye, is he dressing like a pirate of his own oh, no. volition or are you putting the little pirate costume on him? It's not a costume as much as just a, a patch and I thought it would be cute. Like you would see a homeless person in Los Angeles who's missing an eye and wants to cover his eye socket. I thought it was the least I can do for bingo. Wow. I mean, here, I don't want to get into like really heavy stuff, but what the philosophers call the big questions are always right uh, top of mind with me since we started this trip <laughs> down sobriety lane. But let me ask you this, man. Does a one-eyed monkey live a life of walking in circles? No. But I have a sugar glider, Elaine, <laughs> and uh, it ha she has an wow. ear infection that has affected her balance, her so she Oh, that's too bad. That's no good. The walls, I'm not sure if you've heard that, and she also keeps vomiting. Uh, I was wondering, I, I stepped in something little and wet, and uh, I thought that that... Elaine's doing, yeah. yes. It didn't seem to be feces, so I, I assumed it was something oh, else. Oh, no, no, it's not feces. I'm very particular when it comes to that. That was vomit. I want to get back to the uh, spiders. You say you're milking their venom. That's right. Is, uh, what do you do with it? I sell it to laboratories. Wow. You know, I mean, look, I don't mean to uh, tell you how to run your, uh, your business in our apartment or anything, but what if the spider venom could be the cure for Elaine? I tried that, and I think this is what gave her the equilibrium problem. Oh, mm. yeah. She, mm. Did you do like a droplet of venom into the ear? I did. She was born with a touchy stomach, and I gave a little, tiniest bit of venom into her little mouth. And she oh. went a little bananas haywire after that. She'll chill out. She'll get back to normal. My sort of thing that I've noticed, and, and my only qualification, is having watched a lot of those uh, wildlife shows on yeah. TV yeah. when I was, uh, how do I put it delicately, stoned off my ass uh, before <laughs> we started finer living here and cleaner living. And I can tell you that nine times out of ten, the problem is people trying to fix the animal. The animal will heal. You know, the animal will get back to business as usual. Elaine will get back to doing uh, whatever a sugar glider does uh, in her day-to-day -day life. If, if she just has a little bit of time and space, I feel like I'm starting to project, but if she has a little bit of time and space and people are patient with her, she'll succeed. Well, the problem is that we have ne neither time nor space. 
Right. And yeah, we, we're, we're, we're short on both. Right. Um, so I thought I would take uh, control of the situation for her t- touchy stomach. Unfortunately, it has led to some other issues. The apartment is a lot more complicated to get through now that all the various, you know, terrariums and cages and, and whatnot are kind of lining the walls and uh, there are things hanging from the ceilings. You've uh, you've mounted several, you know, bird purchases on uh, the cabinets in the kitchen and, and whatnot. Um I, d- I came across a possum the other day when I was trying to get over to the bathroom. Is that is that ours or is that just did that come in from outside? Is that did you come with the possum, Mike? The possum came with me. It's Ricky. I've had him for years. Okay. Yeah, I gave him some uh, some nuggets. Some there were some leftover night nugs near uh, near Machine Bolt's bed, and he seemed to really appreciate. Well, that, that. could have been a problem. I found him unresponsive this morning. Wow. You think he was allergic to nugs? He shouldn't be eating human food. So this is what I want. I have a few requests. And listen, I am loving living with you guys. I mean, I've never had a roommate before except for my mother. And um, she, as you know, has passed away. But like to sit there and watch who wants to be missed. Yeah. And to watch who wants to be a millionaire and and me making my famous mac and cheese. You know, like last night. How fun was it to be watching Jacob the Liar last night? Oh, man. Was that fun? That was was great. I didn't know that you could watch a Holocaust movie and have that much fun. Oh, I didn't either, but I, it's one of my favorite movies. And you can have fun. It's just the way that you look at it, like anything in life. But I did Sober have a few requests. Party. And one of that is to be, listen, I love working with you guys. Our schedules do not always jibe. And I was just wondering if you guys mm. could just keep it down a little in the morning because it's awfully early. And the geckos, they're all nocturnal and they wake up in a mood. Oh, yeah, well, I, I mean the the thing is, Mike. Like we got to get down to the station really early because we're the morning I know, team. But if there's any way that when you make breakfast, you wouldn't put on the microwave so loud, just or the coffee maker. If, if there's just any way you could keep it just down a little bit, because when they wake up and I'm the only one in the apartment, let me tell you something. There is one person they're going after, and that's not going to be you two. It's going to be me. Well, I also feel this, and and this could be part of the problem. Uh, I went to something called outdoor school when I was a kid in school up in the San Bernardino Mountains. And this is before uh, Merkin loused up the entire region with his broadcast career. Place has really gone downhill. It's gone straight downhill. But uh, the one thing they taught us is when you are going through an area that you know has animals in it, make some noise. Right, uh, right. It, it's the way stay safe and I think my instinct when I come out of my alcove in the morning out of my bedroom into the kitchen or or the living room to wake up El Farto I'm immediately in that mode of like you know hey python you know yeah I, I would recommend doing that but we're talking here about geckos and geckos are totally different beasts you know, the the Galpin restaurant is a 24-hour establishment. Machine Bolt, what do you think about us just kind of like putting a, like a change of clothes in the Tercel van and in the morning, maybe just we slip out and go to the Galpin, change in the bathroom, get breakfast there before we come into the station. Cup of mashed potatoes and gravy. I think it could be a pretty sweet arrangement. I mean, to be honest with you, it's like I don't want to get in the habit of... Uh, well, one thing about being sober is you're supposed to find your day-to-day life less humiliating and you're supposed right. to find yourself in less compromising positions. Now, 
ordering something to eat while I discreetly uh, take care of personal hygiene, uh, morning uh, routines and dressing in a restaurant's bathroom feels a lot like the old days. But maybe it'll be like nostalgic in that way. Yeah, it could be like when you listen to a song about partying and it reminds you of partying and uh, you kind of don't remember, <laughs> you know, you don't remember oh, waking up and vomit or all the rest of it. You just kind of remember like I looked pretty, pretty fly walking into that listening party. Yeah, fly for a white guy. <laughs> Super caller, Mike. I'm kind of glad you're on the line. I've I've had something that um, I've been a little bit nervous to bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, this is interesting. So I told you some of this, Machine Bolt, but um, I'm kind of hoping that Super Collar Mike can, can help us resolve this in a way that is peaceful and doesn't um, do anything to our partnership because um, obviously like I'm not at fault here uh, this was this was all just kind of I think it was kind of a prank on me honestly but maybe even more of a prank on you so I think I mentioned this on air last week the uh, lady that smokes menthols out by the pool at the Oakwood set me up on a blind date and uh, it turned out it was Steph I thought you were going to talk about the weird cluster of maybe spider bites at your belt line. That's what I, that's why I, you, that's why I said it's interesting. You, you went on a date. Who set up the date? Who set up the date? So it was so weird. I mean, it's cool. I'm cool with it. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool with it, man. Listen to me. Listen. I'm fine with it. I had some gift cards for Cheesecake Factory. So I met her at the one in Pasadena because I was trying to be classy and, um, I was coordinating it all through Andrea or Carmen or whatever, you know, the, the lady that smokes menthols. Like I don't, I don't, she'd, she'd never given the same name twice. Menthol. But. Yeah. Kelly for a minute, but that turned out to be a former tenant. Right. So, um, I'm sitting there in my <sighs> nice silk shirt that, with the dragon on it and, and my good Oakley's and mm -hmm. Steph walked in and I was like, I said hi to her. And then we were talking and we both kind of put it together that we were there for a blind date. And then it hits us. <laughs> the blind date is us. Like we're the blind date. Don't do the epic thing now, Lynn. Don't do that when he's, <laughs> well, so, who said, who who would remind me refresh my me mike did you know about this i did know about that i thought i told oh. you what do you mean you thought well because mike told me do you know the menthol lady's name like you've talked to her maybe more than either of us at this I point know more than i see you name. out there all the time <laughs> her name is karen and i know a lot more than that <laughs> oh so <laughs> wow Cause like, Lynn, quit doing the thing if they're... Yeah, Lynn, this is not, not the right time. Um, the thing is, like, I knew that Machine Bolt was really upset with me the time that I saw Steph riding horseback in Runyon. She was, uh, they had a, there was a drug dealer with a couple horses, Mike, and you should yeah, know about this too, with regard to the girl by the pool in case Karen. she's friends with obviously Stephanie, there's a, a cabal of drug dealers that do uh, horseback trips. I think for legal reasons, we probably shouldn't <sighs> say that, but, um, yeah. So, so Mike, you did you put did. Steph in touch with I have to, Karen? I have to claim a guilt on this one. I took Karen, which is her name, to the center last week 
to show her a few things to show her around. And in uh, doing so, uh, we got into the center, the what? Uh, the LRH center. And um, by doing so, I was going to give her an auditing, put her, you know, stick her up to the e meter. And we got to talking about some very personal issues. And in doing so, I got a little personal as well. So I did, I did mention maybe some things that were a little too personal for you guys, which I would apologize for. I didn't think she would take it that far. I mean, this is like really diabolical because she seemed like, you know, you know, standoffish, but nice enough the couple of times that we've actually talked to her. And now it kind of feels like with information that she got from you, she's trying to make static between me and Machine Bolt. And it like couldn't come at a worse time because we're like having all this stuff go down with Kurt Merkin. You know, like he's he's really gone to war with us. He like totally humiliated me on the radio a couple of weeks ago. I want like me and Machine Bolt need to be on the same team right now. Right. I mean, listen, I just want to say if you legitimately have feelings for Steph and you can find a way to uh, to honor those feelings without it meaning that you're drinking again. Sober party. You know, sometimes, Lynn, it's it's okay to have a part of the morning show not be all, uh, you know, fart jokes and laughs, okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, Can I ask you both a uh, question? Yeah, what is it? Have you looked within yourselves to become the persons you guys were born to become? Huh. Last night, yeah. you got a little upset when I brought up my most recent purchase. And I didn't have time to apologize this morning as I wasn't up. But I did want to explain the Mark 8 Ultra E-Meter Candy Apple Red in the own plush case. And I wanted to know if perhaps you had some free time tonight to go over some things. Sounds weird. It, it looks like a phone or like a cross between a phone and a radio and like the dashboard of a car. But like, what is it? What are those two parts? What is that? It's hard to describe to the layman. That's the thing you hooked menthol up to? Karen, yes. In the center. This is not the type of thing I would ever do in her apartment, but I would love it if you guys found some time tonight where we can go over some things. I mean, it sounds nice. pretty good, but it seems like you've uh, been a little bit broke lately, though. Well, that is part of the problem. Um, this is not cheap. You know, to find who you are and where you've come from, to find out why we're here, why we're here on planet oh. Earth is not necessarily cheap. You may have noticed the cassette tapes, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, what little volume is left in the apartment mm. is quickly being gobbled up by books and cassette tapes and, like, packets, like workbook packets. Right. If things are getting a little tight. Um, yeah. But if you ever found the time, if you could listen to these cassettes, I know both of you have a cassette tape recorder either at in your rooms or in the car or in the, in the in the radio van. If you could listen to it as you're driving to and from work. I would be pretty cool. We could, we could, we could talk about a lot of things when you got home. We would have a lot in common. I uh -huh. have, I have heard the phrase. It takes money to make a discovery, mm -hmm. um, and I think I heard that from. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't in rehab. Maybe it was in rehab because at one point <laughs> I was complaining about the cost, 
You right. know, our, our insurance picked up a fraction of, uh, of what it cost to be up there at Malibu. Um, New Horizons, not exactly in network. Yeah. <laughs> Radio station. To put policy. it mildly, <laughs> you got a big choice on our coverage. Uh, church basement with a, you know, putting a buck in the basket or uh, foot most of the bill to go up to Malibu uh, with your own wallet. It was beautiful, but, uh, you know, as a man with an already nearly insurmountable mountain of credit card debt, it did uh, put me further back in the hole, which is why I really appreciate Supercaller Mike, you know, taking up a third of the rent uh, at the Oakwood, you know. Well, now you're still getting your bills paid. Correct me if I'm wrong. The station is still paying your bills. Bills, am I right, Mike? You were caller 101 on Board Shorts show. We tried for hours uh, and could not get a 101. So we're footing our own overhead. But you, I think, how are you broke? You're supposed to have, you should have like cash in pocket because your overhead's getting paid still. And you're making a mint selling all that spider venom. Well, the problem is um, I came up to the wall of fire, which is OT3. I, I breeze through OT1 and OT2, and when you get up to the wall of fire, things become a little more complicated, and things become a little more expensive. Machine Bolt, do you understand anything that Mike just said? I, I don't look, man. Here's the extent of what I understand uh, super roommate Mike to be saying. Um, I have seen a sandwich board on Van Nuys Boulevard that said free personality test. Sure. Uh, for some reason, I'm linking that to half of what he's talking about. Let me put it in layman's terms. It's when you do a solo or any audited level experience, it becomes a resurgence of self-determination and deign of ability. So what you want to do is unlock the aberrative factors on the whole track that have allowed the Thetan to lose his innate freedom and ability, and one achieves at that point the ability to confront the whole track. I never thought I would say this, but talking about pythons and sugar gliders vomiting <laughs> is less weird than yeah. this new side of you. Is this why you kept saying that thing about how you were going to help the station clear its rat problem and, and, and help, help the station go clear in an even bigger way? Yes, going clear had nothing to do with feces. It had to do with the inner workings of one's mind. Wow. Yeah, well, it turned out that the uh, spider bites that I thought were coming from something in the uh, apartment it's actually a uh, stress-induced infection i had uh, i had shingles guys and what did i tell you i knew it was because it wasn't moist like a spider bite would be it was dry to the yeah. touch hey for the record i am completely cool with however things shake out here between el farto and stephanie and uh i'm just fine with uh menthol and mike uh apparently being an item now and in terms of hearing the good news i would like to posit that we simply get to the news First news item here, A Widow for One Year by John Irving continues its run atop the New York Times bestseller list. Producer Lynn strikes again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Lynn. Thanks. All point zero 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 two percent of the population of America is riveted to see how long a book will continue to sell. Yeah. <laughs> All 63 people directly related to the book. Thank you for the attention, Lynn. A widow for one year. <laughs> how is that like, even possible? Wait, how wait. is that? Would you, if you're a widow, wait, I guess, so maybe she meets someone new and marries that, that guy? 
Does that un does that make her not a widow? Do you or is revoke this like a widow status? The Lone Rangers in that movie with Brendan Fraser, like where it's it's like a bit. It seems like you could do it all. Like meet yeah. someone new and still be a widow. It's not like it's not like you're no longer a widow simply because you've met somebody. That's the book we need. We need a book that teaches you that you don't have to give up one part of your status to succeed again in the arena of love or business. You know what I mean? It's not about turning in your card for what's happened. Speaking of the arena of love, uh, Machine Bolt, Steph said that she wanted to try things again with you, but she just wanted to be really clear that she doesn't really date exclusively. She asked about me? That's all we talked about, man. Like, one, we couldn't be on a date with each other. Oh, dude. I love this guy, man. Look at you over there. Why didn't you just say that to start with? You're too much, man. I think that the thing that you guys didn't communicate about is that she's just not into monogamy, dude. Uh, Well, tomorrow, July 10th, is Silence Day, celebrated by the followers of Meher Baba. Baba was, of course... An Indian spiritual master who claimed to be the avatar or God in human form. And uh, Silence Day is when followers of Meher Baba are encouraged to maintain verbal silence for a 24-hour period. This is a holiday that is impossible for anyone working in radio to celebrate. Um, Early in our career, Machine Bolt and I used to play uh, Dead Air Chicken, where we would see who could go the longest without saying anything into the microphone. Um, I forgot about Dead Air Chicken. Wow, we got fired a lot on our way to Los Angeles. We really did. We really did. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I know Lynn has been uh, carrying around that book, Be Here Now by Ram Dass. Oh, God. I think, yeah, I think she and the British guy are are splitting up, so. Do you think Lynn might be curious about her inner self and where she and the rest of your universe comes from? I mean, she's in a very vulnerable state right now. Mm. I think that that's... Uh, you could send me her, her phone number. I would appreciate it. Oh, I'll send you her contact information. <laughs> yeah, she's uh doesn't seem to be interested in the widow book, but she does have some spiritual stuff going, I would say. She sounds perfect. Interesting. Well... <laughs> Hey, Super Caller Mike, thanks for calling in. We've got to, uh, we got to go. We've got to get back to the rock with another 101.3-minute chock-a-block with rock music block. Another 101.3-minute chock-a-block with rock music block. Lynn, he literally just said the exact same thing. Yeah, and, and Sorry, Mike. Super Caller Mike was trying to say something. It's like you're, you're just hitting those buttons like crazy today. It's okay. We can discuss that. But I wanted to ask, this is the choice for tonight, Amistad or Schindler's List? Oh, Schindler's List all the way. Yeah. I'll see you guys later. 